Hello, and welcome to another edition of the ArbLife Podcast. Today is a compilation of interviews from students, instructors, and volunteers from this year's Crane Safety Climber School. This is the ArbLife, for arborists to be inspired. Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. Okay, so you're from LA. Yes, sir. Uh, coming out here to get a little more experience, yeah, or no, definitely get more experience because uh, crane removals for me are pretty much new. I've only done about under ten, so okay. I'm definitely getting more experience uh, from myself and operators over there because there's not very many experienced operators where I come from. So hopefully, take back the knowledge that I learned here back to uh, LA and. That's about it. That's it, man. Dude, yeah. cool, cool, dude. No, I appreciate dude, it. Dude, thank you. I'm, I'm standing here. I have Jim Roach. Kevin Lay. Kevin Lay. Yep. John Gilbert. John Gilbert and Chris, Chris Gerard, uh, all here at uh, Climber Safety School. Uh, Chris, you've been coming here for for a few years now. Um, they can't get rid of you. Can you can you talk about some of the uh, unique aspects of the school? What climbers and uh, arborists can uh, can expect and and sort of get from this uh, experience? I could go on for hours, but I'm going to keep this short for Jim's sake because I talk too much. But no, um, one one of the best things about this workshop in particular is is the instructors that are here. You get them up in the tree, you have them on the ground, and everything has always gone over. I've, I went to some of the earlier crane workshops, not down here, but in other places, and we were kind of limited as to what was going on. Like, you had the instructor in the tree with the climber, but we were on the ground saying, hmm, why is he doing this, why is he doing that? Here, everything is, is explained clearly, and uh, it's, just, it's just great class. Right, so. right. Guys, uh, just uh, perspective on the ground. Um, have you guys been here uh, before? Yeah, this you've, is my fifth year. So you've been coming for a while now. You guys are. You've been also coming. This is your first year. First year. Um, can you guys comment a little bit on uh, some of the unique qualities that you've seen, some of the things you've seen over the years, and have either been impressed by or, or uh, motivated by? Well, mainly it's 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 the wealth of knowledge, you know. Uh, between everyone you know we have so many guys from so many different areas so you really get a chance to talk with everyone not even just the crane stuff just you know climbing in general you get uh, tons of different knowledge from all over the place um, we don't really get a chance to use too much we mainly just use the regular stick booms right um, right but it is nice being able to to see the knuckle booms in action see how effective they are you know at and see how uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How uh, efficient they are in the different ways that you can uh, uh, use them. Right. Take down trees and all. Right. Uh, in relation to to just a regular stick boom, and you can get them in so many different places. Uh, so that's definitely one thing that's nice to take away. Give you different options. That's awesome. To use on your own on your own uh, job site. All right, so we're rolling. So I'm here with uh, Carlos from uh, CP and Sons Tree Service. C CP and Sons uh, Tree Service out in uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, Carlos came all this way for uh, Crane uh, Crane Climber Safety School. Carlos, can you talk a little bit about your um, experiences this far? Sort of, um, uh, you know, what you've been learning and 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 some of the things that that have uh, that have sat well with you during your experience here so far. So I think the biggest thing for us was that in LA we don't have a lot of crane companies that work with with trees. There's one guy, Julio, that 
was probably the only guy that we felt comfortable with because he knows the rigging part and understands the trees, knows the weights, knows what they're gonna do. So, but working with, when, when he's not available, we have to work with a different company and it's, we feel like it's unproductive and sometimes we have to make unsafe picks where we're not on the same page. So this is what we came to learn how to use the crane slings, you know, figure out different techniques like the V cut, shelf cuts. I mean, we were just, just cutting stuff just in one shot, you know, hoping it would, you know, balance itself out. But now that we, like I was able to use the, the, uh, the, the crane slings, the, the rope, you know, with three, two, two twenties, I think the other one was a 30. You know, I balanced that horizontal pick with perfect minimal movement. So it so, was good. So you've been exposed, you've been exposed to some tools and techniques that, 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 that were new to you yeah. that, that you, you feel have, can make things more efficient, more safer. Yeah. 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 Uh, good atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, enjoying the company of, yeah. of everyone else. And Bannerman's out here. Yeah. Bannerman, he's from the West Coast. Tony. We got the West Coast taking yeah. over right now, bro. Uh, yeah. Hey, Carlos, it was great talking with you, man. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. Uh, here with Sean Rowley down at uh, Crane Climber Safety School. Uh, Sean, you've been coming out here for, for a while now. Um, can you shed some, uh, some insight into what the experience has been like, and uh, particularly this year, and, and sort of how, how everything's been going, and, and uh, uh, what keeps you inspired to keep coming back and, and doing this thing? Sure, I think the, uh, the best thing about this class is just the amount of knowledge that comes to this class and the amount of knowledge that's willing to be taught to people who don't always have access to that knowledge. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the furthering of our industry and trade, and it, it's such a safer way to do things. So, you know, that's what keeps you coming back is you're just preventing injuries, you're preventing, you know, hazards, all kinds of things. You yeah, know? no, totally. Yeah. I Touch about like maybe a little bit about the community in general. You know the the, the people that are coming out to this. I mean, oh, the instructors I, are coming back. Yeah. Tree climbing community yeah. in, in itself is just a great community. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk to guys all the time, and you get the same answer, the same smiles from everybody. They they're in this business and community and industry because they love it. You right. know what I mean? Right. And that's just, you can't say it any simpler than that. They just love it. So it's great to be able to pool like this you know because 20 years ago we didn't do this you know right. you work for a guy you learn from him and that was it and this is a game changer right you know, it is right hey you hear it from uh what tree beard tree yeah, beard tree on beard. insta you got tree beard hit him up <laughs> Shot. hey thanks for being here thanks for taking the time to do this yeah, man, seriously no thank you absolutely absolutely oh dude this is this is this is amazing right. I, I always say it the people, right? The, the people that I meet, the people that I work with, find inspiration in everyone's story and everyone's experiences. Yeah. That's priceless, dude. Yeah. That's priceless. You're you're making lifelong connections. Yeah. We don't oh, know definitely. it yet, but yep. it's and it's crazy now with the whole Instagram and everything. Oh, now everybody knows oh, everybody. Oh, oh, before yeah. you know, yeah. you know, it's like, oh yeah, dreamy. I'm like, who are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I finally. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. Guy work contract work. With. Okay, okay. I'm here with uh, Pat Lewis, 
what is it, 68? 64. 64, still going strong. He's out here at a, a Crane, uh, Crane Climber Safety School. What brings you out here? Learning how to climb safer. Work these cranes safer. How long you been climbing, Pat? Uh, I'm so old I can't do math. It's uh, 1978 okay. since I started, and I'm 64. So. Now, um, let me ask you this. How, yeah. how have you seen uh, the use of cranes and tree work evolve over that time? Well, I would say just working with this pal fingers, first time I've been on a, you know, a, a knuckle boom crane and it's pretty interesting. Uh, have you have you uh, used crane crane assisted uh, 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 since 1979 I've been working cranes okay yeah, okay stick cranes but the knuckle booms are new it's new area entirely for you. new and, and I came here to try and learn some of this uh, spider leg rigging that they getting into this new multiple you know attachments which I didn't get a chance I got to use this chain system which was really sweet right and we'll see what the Tomorrow, hopefully, it brings another day, and we'll get use those multiple attachments. Yeah. Huh? And and yeah. and 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 what about uh, just some general thoughts on the uh, the people here, the community that's 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 doing this? Uh, what can you say I, about I that? I love the green industry, and I love tree people, and these are some. We got to give them all the love. And <laughs> and and leave me one more time with that quote that you said. Will, will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? That's the Beatles, brother. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. You've been coming out to uh, this uh, crane climber safety school for you know, a couple years now. Yeah, this will be my fourth year. Okay, so fourth year. Um, was it one of the motivations for you to to buy the uh, we, the we knuckle actually, boom? Or? We actually had ours on order um, and came here preemptively to train on crane picks mostly with our climber I was going to be the operator that was the plan anyway we didn't really know who was going to take to it faster right um, it ended up being an amazing experience because Rick use was here and he had a knuckle boom with the grapple saw almost the same combo that we were ordering and waiting for and so we learned a ton from him, made a great friendship with him, and he actually flew him out when we got the boom. And he, like he does with a lot of other people, came out and spent three days with us out of the goodness of his heart. We didn't pay him, we just paid for him to come out, you know, flew him out here, out to Colorado, and uh, taught me so much. And from there on, it was, you know, what can we buy Rick to pay him back for all the things that he does? You know, I, I get him, I made him a sweatshirt this time, you know, just give him a little things because he doesn't want anything in return. He's just got a crazy big heart. Super sad that he's not here this year. But yeah, I mean, any question that I have, I call him before I call my mechanic. And yeah, he just he answers the phone. I can hear his wife in the background. Like, it's totally, yeah, it's a great, great industry as well as the niche that we are in with these knuckle booms and especially the knuckle boom with the grapple saw the tree max if you will um are fantastic right it's such a tight-knit community right and you know you you instantly have somebody something to talk to with with those people right right um you talked a little bit about uh you know how special the community is and the people that are doing it um you know, uh, what what is it about that culture um, that 
that you love so much. You know, like you talk about Rick having such a big heart and everything like that. I mean, it, it is a tight knit community. Um, like you said, you can always uh, give a call and, and, and get an answer to your question. Um, you know, is that something that keeps you inspired? I mean, does does that does that inspire you to to do the same, to give back? I mean, is is that one of the reasons that that you come out here? I mean, has his spirit sort of rubbed off on you in in a way, or I mean, you think that kind of stuff is important? I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, it's uh, you, that statement couldn't be any more correct. You know, I came out here. We Scott and I, the guy that was just standing with us. Um, came out and our, our experiences with groups of arborists in the past have, have not been that great. You know, a lot of ego and a lot of kind of rivalry almost. And coming here, it was just totally different, totally different experience. And it made me absolutely want to give back. Like I've worked with Dave Stice doing aerial, aerial rescue in our neighborhood and uh, just train, just train people. Like I love. Nobody told me what to do when I got here. They gave me a shirt that said instructor on it, and it's like, well, I just want to make these guys have a safe experience and an awesome experience. And I feel like I've, I've made a pretty good, uh, pretty good effort, and pretty, yeah, pretty much to sum it up, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like my first experience here definitely changed my outlook on the industry for the better. Right. One hundred percent, and that's from. I went from the most exciting thing I did all day was cutting down little pine trees in the mountains to owning a $300,000 machine that does all the work for you. And then, But you still got to get back to those roots, teaching people how to tie knots, teaching people how to stay safe in the tree, teaching people how to teach people. Right, you know? right. So it's, yeah, one of the hardest things in my, in my life is communication and teaching. Right, so. right. Alex, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's your name? My name is Mark. Mark? Yes. Where are you from? I'm from Philadelphia. First time at Crane School? Actually, yes. Okay, so you're here volunteering. Correct. Can you talk a little bit about um, the community, the experience that you had, some of the things that you have saw today, yeah, and sure. um, sort of what, uh, you know, if, if you've been inspired in any way about what you've been seeing? Uh, I would say uh, definitely inspired. Um, you almost forget that it's actually a broad field. Uh, we, you know, when you're working in your community, it's just probably you and like three other tree guys. And then you come out here and then there's guys from Canada, uh, Michigan, you know, from all over. And it's just like, it's like, wow, you know, this is, it, it opens your eyes a lot more. Um, like he was saying, it's a, it's a lot more exciting than just like cutting down pine trees and oaks and just like, you realize that it's like it's actual industry, you know. I'm right. just saying it's like it's growing, it's getting better. Uh, they come out with all these new gadgets, toys. Uh, we got to experiment some of, with some of that. Um, it's a overall great experience. I would recommend it for any tree guy, any guy in this field, even a landscaper. You want to just come out here and just just watch. You right. Know? It's very exciting. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what's your last name? Bango. Mark Bango. Yes. And uh, you're from the Philadelphia area. Correct. Cool. Yeah. Hey man, thanks for being. Nope. Yeah, we're, we're good over here. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm here with Steve Canelli. Canelli. Canelli yeah. uh, from Adapt Adaptable Aerial Solutions. Mm -hmm. Steve, you just uh, uh, recently purchased a, a knuckle boom crane uh, several months ago, about a year ago. Yeah, it was a, a year in March. A year in March. Um, and I know that uh, 
Uh, I've known you for a while now from social media and, and from several climbing competitions, and I know that was a big risk for you, um, uh, sort of a big turning moment in your life when you made that decision to, uh, to go down that road. Can you talk a little bit about that experience, uh, what it was like making that decision and committing to it, and now, in hindsight, looking back, your perspective on it? Yeah. Um... So, what kind of what kind of spurred it was that uh, I spent a long time working for companies that that were substandard. You know, they didn't didn't adhere to safety. They weren't progressive thinkers. They're still using old techniques, and it just got frustrating. And I finally got to my breaking point. That you know, I always thought the grass was greener with the next company, and it really wasn't. So we all know the deal with trying to find employees at this point they're just you can't find somebody who's going to take care of your stuff like you are so i was kind of at a loss how can i continue doing tree work and not have to have employees i didn't really want to be a contract climber because i knew in my area what they were going to put me in every day and it just didn't seem like the risk versus benefit were good so the first year i came up to crane school I saw Rick Hughes' knuckle boom, and I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's neat that it can grab the tree. There's no application for that. I mean, you can't take a 6,000-pound pick, and, you know, it just it doesn't measure up. So the second year I came back, I really looked at it long and hard, and I saw, started to see the applicability of it and, and how maybe if I could make that work, this would be a source for me to be my an independent contractor with no employees so the whole process for that the thought process the specking out the truck the making the decision probably took about six months and then I took another eight months trying to get financing and I just couldn't get the financing and I had completely scrapped the entire idea until a guy um, out of Massachusetts called me uh, Harry Fry the crane guy he finances tons of cranes and he was the kind of guy that really wanted to get to know you so I spent about an hour on the phone with him he wanted to know who I am about my family you know we didn't really talk business he wanted to figure out who I was to see if I was somebody he would finance so I got the financing and began the build super scary I mean I didn't know how my market was gonna accept this thing I didn't know if I would get business I thought I would get some but I didn't really know if it would sustain itself but I figured I would take a chance and it, it worked out great I mean I've been booked solid since I bought it I'm my own boss I uh, don't worry about employees it has its drawbacks I'm still kinda in the same boat as a contract climber you know, I get thrown the worst stuff. I work for people who, some of them really should be greeters at Walmart instead of doing tree work. So I get put in situations where it's not optimal for the crane. It's not the best, you know, setup or my radius is too far. All in all, it's been good, but it's not, you know, for one, the, the truck is not the silver bullet for tree work. It's got its applications like any piece of equipment does and I thought that being my own boss I would no longer work for crummy tree services 
but now I work for all of them. <laughs> so, you know, I, eventually I would like to grow to the point where I can start firing clients and keeping the cream of the crop, you know, guys that are safe, guys that wear helmets, you know, chaps, PPE. So, you know, maybe I'll get there some at some point. I try to educate them along the way. Some guys take that education and become safer and some guys totally blow me off so you know those kind of companies i tend to bring a contract climber with me right to, to do the log picks instead of using their climber right right because it's just not worth the risk right right but it's been great hopefully um hopefully 2019 is going to be awesome yeah i'm hoping yeah well uh you know i know that uh a lot of people have a lot of respect for what you're doing and, and what you did and uh, uh, it's a great success and uh, I think we're lucky to have someone like you out there. Uh, climbers and company owners are lucky to have someone like you operating a crane um, and I know that all the students here at Crane Climber School are lucky to have you uh, and your knowledge and uh, uh, your experience and you're here sharing it and, and that means a world to a lot of these uh, arborists so thank you yeah I appreciate that a lot you know I, I feel like I'm like any other guy I just put my pants on the same way in the morning I'm not you know a superstar climber I've just done production work for 20 years and this class is the single biggest best hands-on class there is out there and it made such a difference in my career I just feel so passionately about this program that I had to I had to give something back you know I had to participate and support them however I could and I'm pretty lucky that they let me bring the truck up here and and participate in the class I'm really honored I'm got I got Mike Tatey I got Pete and I got the yeah, infamous, the infamous, <laughs> deplorable. That's me. <laughs> employable. Nice guy, Dave. Uh, real quick uh, uh, recap on the first day. How'd the first day go? Thoughts, impressions um, in general? It was an excellent day. The students grounded out for, well, pretty much 12 hours. Rocked, rocked and rolled the yep. whole day. Everybody had a good time. Mike, you've been here how many years now teaching at the course? Day one. Uh, does it ever get old for you? Nah. I mean, talk to you asked me that question Saturday at two o'clock. Right. Yeah. And even then, uh, you know, I'll think about it for thirty seconds and say no, and go, ah, damn, this kind of sucks. We gotta wait a whole year to do this again. Right. So, yeah. What is awful. it? You know, hands-on training. Aside from that, community, everyone coming together to learn broaden their knowledge and uh, experience uh, you know what is it that's unique about this environment to learn in that, that you can't find anywhere else oh, wow you know it's, it's a tough question I think you could find all those things in different areas but to get them all in the one spot you know there's there's a lot of time spent just for banter guys just sitting around and talking about this that and the other thing you know there's there's I want to say a lot of downtime, but there's a lot of downtime. Right. You know, so, and the, the, the idea is to get bounced back and forth while people are rigging stuff, with the climate techniques, the all the stuff. There's there's so much time for that in three days right. that we can stretch this out. Right. You know, and because the, the, you know, the guys in the tree aren't being rushed through their thing, 
you know, just just all this time. And, right. And everybody's involved. And right. Engaged. Right. And you know, until about seven o'clock. Right. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, first day down. Uh, what were your thoughts, impressions? Again, amazed that students that pay for an eight-hour course stay for 12 without a gripe just because we had good weather and we might not tomorrow. So, again, test, testament to the people that are coming to this event. You know, right. event right. went spectacular. I think, you know, I didn't hear much complaining of, of anything today. You know, tomorrow when it rains, they might have a complaint, but one that I can't control. Right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great site, uh, great operators. I know you got Canali uh, coming up with the oh, knuckle yeah. boom. Yep, yep. Um, and the la last every minute switch around. It was Rick used getting sick. We've got uh, Climb High Tree Service, Brian Weaver, coming in tomorrow with his knuckle boom. So last minute on the fly changes. Real world training gets real world adjustments. <laughs> so that's what all, all you, all you got to do is, you know, be be adaptable, be, be have your plan, but be ready to change your plan just to get the mission accomplished. So Pete, thanks for everything. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Arb Life podcast. You can find the blog and the podcast at our website, www.thearblife.com. Sign up for an email subscription to get all the latest updates on blog posts and podcast interviews. This is the Arb Life, for arborists to be inspired.